Hello, everybody. I uh, wanted to get on here real quick and um, kind of give you an update about what's going on over in Afghanistan. Um, I've been kind of like following the the uh, evacuation from day to day, you know, seeing what's going on there and watching this whole thing unfold unnecessarily, you know, chaotic the way it is. And I got home from from work and my son is uh, actually on his honeymoon in Hawaii and he's like texting me furiously like, hey, do you, um, have you heard what's going over and have you been listening or paying attention to what's going over in Afghanistan? I says, yeah, I've been paying attention to it. He says, well, you, you, there's a bombing over there and there's like 12 or 13 service uh, people that have killed uh, along with some Afghan people. And I paused for a minute and I thought to myself, um, wow, this is just predictable that something like this was going to happen. As you know, when you when you create a vacuum like this, when you are pulling yourself out, somebody's going to come in and replace you. Um, and um, and this is what happens. Exactly what happens uh, when that when you when you make decisions like this. Um, I'm just I'm furious because President Biden was advised by his military, you know, chiefs of staff. Um, State Department that uh, this was something that shouldn't be done right, you know, shouldn't be done so quickly and things like that. And they did not really have a plan. And as it's continued to unfold, you can see that there's been no plan in this. Um, uh, Joe uh, Biden's uh, interview with uh, Stephanopoulos the other night, where he talked about, um, you know, it was just chaotic and, and, uh, George asked me, he says, there was no other way that you could have, uh, no other plan of action or anything like that. He says, no, there's just no way that you could have really avoided the chaos that's taking place. It's just the way it is. And I, I thought to myself, like, oh, my gosh, like, this is the president of the United States. He's the, he's the, um, he's the commander in chief. And this is his plan that they didn't have any other way to avoid the chaos that was taking place at the time. That's before the bombings, okay? And I thought to myself, like, what am I listening to? I, I, grew, up in, I grew up in the 60s and 70s, and there was a show that was called Get Smart. I don't know if you ever know. It was that uh, Don Adams, and uh, I can't remember who other, but he was Agent 86. And their foe that they were always trying to fight was chaos. It was the name of the... Uh, terrorist organization or whatever, you know, and I thought to myself, like, what, what am I doing? Am I watching another episode of, um, you know, of Get Smart here? Like, you got to be kidding me. You have to be kidding me that your plan, and, and it's turned out and watching this whole thing unfold over the last week, that they did not have a plan to, to get these, to, to exit correctly and to get the American, get our American citizens out and those who have been helping us and, and Afghans out of the country before that. There's so much wrong with what has been going on over in Afghanistan. It just, it, it hurts. And then I get home today and my son uh, tells me about the bombings that uh, ISIS has taken claim for. And I said, you know what? It doesn't surprise me. It does not surprise me that uh, that they did this. And I'm not completely um, 
uh, not uh, oh, what's the terminology I want to use? Uh, convinced that um, you know that the Taliban didn't have something to do with this as well. Uh, they had all these checkpoints, and the Taliban has been, you know, basically has taken over the city, and they are, have checkpoints all over the place. And then all of a sudden, this one, this or actually two bombs, went off. That it just seems kind of fishy to me that these people were able to get through uh, security checkpoints and things like that, and get in, get into the uh, airport area and the hotel. It's just incredible to me. So apparently, there are thirteen. Um, Servicemen. I think there was 12 of them that were uh, Marines, and one was a corpsman uh, with the Navy. Um, this is a remark um, from the White House briefing. Uh, this is a day where U.S. service members, 12 of them, lost their lives. And I think this is before they knew that the other, uh, the other uh, Navy uh, corpsman had, passed, had died as well. Lives at the hands of terrorists, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said during a White House press briefing. It is not a day of, for politics, and we would expect that any Americans, any American elector or not, would stand with us in our, our commitment to going after and fighting and killing those terrorists wherever they live, and to honoring the memory of the service members, and that's what this day is for. Um, yeah, that's what it's for, and you know what? Um... I hate to say this, but you know, Joe, President Biden, the deaths of these these the, these military are squarely and solely on your shoulders, bud. Sorry, but you know what? When you said the buck stops here, it really does stop with you, because you're the one that made this decision against advice and counsel of people that you're supposed to have in your uh, in your inner circle that are giving you counsel that you better not do this. These are the ramifications of what you do, and you still go ahead and do it. You know why? And I'm just going to say, you are an egotistical, vain man. And, it, and, and, and to say that this is not about politics is a complete and utter lie. It is That's all this evacuation and pulling out of Afghanistan was. It was just nothing but politics to make you look good so you can sit there and say, I have something on my resume that I said I was going to do, come hell or high water. Well, you know what? We've got hell and we've got high water now. And this is solely on your on your back, okay? Solely. Solely on your back and in the backs of those people that are in your inner circle that are telling you what to do, giving you advice. I don't know if you listen to advice. I don't know if you listen to counsel. You're like my ex-wife. She doesn't know how to take counsel. She doesn't know how to take advice. She just acts. And then she just kind of like, whoever gets hurt, you know, in the meantime, who cares? I made the decision I'm going to do it. You're exactly the same way. And it is not, it is not conducive to leading the, the most powerful nation in, this, in the world and have the forces at your hand. You are not in a position, you are not... You, you just don't know what you're doing, and you should step down. You should just like say, I'm not up for this. Uh, too old. I've lost too many, too many brain cells. I uh, have these illness, and I should not be in a position to do this because as a result, President, and, and I hate to say this. I really do. I, I hate it. 
and I want I want my the presence of that 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 I don't vote for that I vote for I want them to be successful. But if you are going to be so damned arrogant that you are going to go after some kind of policies, some kind of decisions, just because it makes you look good, no thank you. No thank you. This is all politics. This is all politics. And Jen, I'm sorry. I know you're trying to spin this the, the way that you want to you know, you get the president out of as much trouble as you can. But you know what? This is all this is about is politics. Nothing more, nothing less. This man just wanted to make sure that he looked good in the eyes of American people. That's all this is about. It's all this is about. Nothing more, nothing less. Your ego and your vanity is what this is about. You had no plan. That's evident by seeing what's going on over there. What was going on before this took place. And now these the ISIS... And these people are saying they're going to plan more. And now you're going to sit there and say, hey, we're going to, you know, I, I listened to your, uh, um, your, your press conference and I see your face. You, you look like you're like completely dismantled. I, I, and I, and I, get, I get it. You lost 13 uh, sales, I mean, uh, 13 um, um, service people. And there was, I think there was 90 Afghans that lost their lives in these bombings as well. And I, you know, somebody's where where does the buck stop? And it stops on your desk, President Biden. This is on your head. This is on your shoulders. Nobody else's. You you made the decision. You made the decision to go in there and do this. You created the vacuum. You allowed these people to come in and do this kind of work. And it makes us look weak. It makes America look weak. And that's what they smelled in the water. That's what they smelled in the air. That's what ISIS, Taliban, all of these people, that's what they smell. They smell weakness in America. And it makes me sick of, to my stomach to know that these terrorists out there think that we are weak. And we have a weak president. We have a weak administration that makes nothing but excuses for their decisions. And this is solely and utterly on your back, Joe. On your back, and it just it just irritates me beyond measure. It, this is just terrible, terrible. Okay, that being said, I just wanted to say one other thing. I wanted to a shout out to the families of those who have lost their loved ones, their their service uh, service people that that died over there. The families of the Afghan. Um, families um, that lost their lives um, with this bombing that took place, and I guess ISIS has taken credit for it. And I just wanted to say we're sorry. And I know that that doesn't go very, you know, they won't go very far. But our hearts are, my heart goes out to you. I have a son that's serving in the Navy right now. He's been in for two years. Um, luckily, he's in California right now, land based. Um, and, you know, one of the things that my, my ex-wife and I thought about when he went in, you know, he was going to, you know, possibly be serving in, in harm's way and he could lose his life. And um, I've always, you know, I've always told him that he's, I'm proud of the service that he, that you're doing, uh, Ethan. Uh, you're a bigger man than I am. And I really, I really do uh, 
appreciate your service and I'm so proud of you. And but to think that I could lose my son and and in a, in a war or something like this is just devastating. And uh, 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 my condolences. Uh, I know that probably not even close to being enough, but just wanted to say my prayers are with you and your families, parents, uh, wives, uh, husbands uh, who have lost their loved ones today. I just wanted to say uh, I'm, I'm sorry and um, I will keep you in my prayers. Hopefully, um, hopefully there won't be any more loss. And that's what I'm praying for tonight. Hey, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Um, Stay tuned to what's going on. I think that there's going to be so much more of this going on uh, in the the next uh, six months, in the next year, how things are going to unfold over there. I think we have opened up a Pandora's box by the way that this was handled. And we are going to be paying for this. This country is going to be paying for this. There are going to be additional lives lost because of this, because of these decisions that aren't thought through, that are based on politics, ego, vanity, whatever you want to call it. This is what this is about. Nothing more, nothing less. Hey, it's Rob Scott. And listen, if you like my podcast, please subscribe. You can go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe there or whatever format you like to listen to. Uh, please subscribe, tell your friends about it. And let them, you can go to my, uh, my website, which is robscottpodcast.com, or you can get me at rob at robscottpodcast.com. Please subscribe, let everybody know. And again, thanks for listening. Be careful out there. It's a dangerous world. Ah!